Hi and welcome to the official podcast station of We Are Truly Rich. I am praying that you will be blessed as you listen to the Bible readings and reflections that I am going to share to you today. Companion First Reading One of the symbols of leadership is a father. A father cares for his family and protects them against dangers. All leaders especially spiritual leaders should remember this to abandon his flock is one of the worst thing a leader can do it is like the captain of a sinking ship he must be the last one to leave the ship may our leaders always care for their flock as their first priority first reading from isaiah chapter 22 verse 15 verse 19 to 23 Thus says the Lord to Shebna, Master of the palace, I will trust you from your office and pull you down from your station. On that day, I will summon my servant Eliakim, son of Elkiah. I will clothe him with your robe and gird him with your sash and give over to him your authority. He shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. I will place the key of the house of David on Eliakim's shoulder. When he opens, no one shall shut. When he shuts, no one shall open. I will fix him like a peg in a sure spot to be a place of honor for his family. Responsorial Psalm Response Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple. Response, Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I will give thanks to your name because of your kindness and your truth. When I called, you answered me. You build up strength within me. Response, Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. The Lord is exalted, yet the lowly he sees, and the proud he knows from afar. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. Response, Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands second reading paul's words indicate a heart rejoicing in the wisdom and ways of god given this context paul's dilemma is about the jews who reject the gospel and what god intends to do with them second reading from romans chapter 11 verse 33 to 36 Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How inscrutable are His judgment, and how unsearchable His ways! For He has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been His counselor, or who has given the Lord anything that He may be repaid. For from Him, and through Him, and for Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen. Gospel 
But who do you say that I am? Is Jesus' ultimate question to his disciples. If we do not believe Jesus is the Son of God, Redeemer, and Savior, then we ignore the Gospels and live without its revelation and graces. If we do not believe, we will be frustrated and unfulfilled. But if we do believe, we will be eternally content and fulfilled. Gospel Acclamation You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. Gospel From Matthew chapter 16 verse 13 to 20 Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples, Do tell no one that he was the Christ. Sabbath, let us love this church. Peter recognized and proclaimed Jesus as the Son of the Living God. It was a revelation gifted by the Father to Peter. Through this revelation, Jesus instituted the church under the leadership of Peter, the rock on which it will be founded. It is a good opportunity for us today to understand the church, the one founded by the Lord and does not refer only to the building but to the members and leaders as well. The members are the baptized and the leaders are those who were ordained according to church traditions dating back to the time of the Lord Jesus. The church is us. With our leaders in Jesus, the proclamation of the good news according to Jesus for the salvation of souls is her main purpose. The church is a sacrament of Jesus' presence. She performs Jesus' threefold function, prophetic, priestly, and kingly. She is both sinful and holy, hypocrite and authentic. She is sinful and hypocrite because her members are human beings with limitations and weaknesses. She is holy and authentic because of the presence of the Lord. The church has existed and served since Peter's designation as her leader. She has her ups and downs, successes and failures scandals and glories, 
due to human weakness but she persisted and continues to exist because nothing not even the gates of hell can prevail over Jesus the son of God it is for this reason that we ought to trust the church her members and leaders her many years of experience through history should attest for her knowledge of the truth coupled with the guidance of the spirit of Jesus the church through the Pope is infallible this is what church leaders bishops and priests teach us they are not free to teach their own knowledge and understanding of what Jesus taught the church sacred scriptures and tradition combine to provide us with the truth and the context in which Jesus taught let us love this church Jesus gave this to us by father Benny Twasson reflection question do you trust that the church will prevail despite the current wave of persecution and attacks from evil forces? Thank you for giving us the church, dearest Father. Through her, we find refuge. Amen. Didoke, author of your story. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. From Matthew chapter 16 verse 17. In 2012, I wrote Voices in the Theater. It was my first time to write a fictional novel on spiritual warfare. I had my outline and I'd done my research, dozens of psychology books, spiritual books, and books on quantum physics. I even sought out a few exorcist priests, just to be sure. But when I started writing Chapter 18, I had a major problem. My main character was being attacked by demons, and her only ability was to hear them. How was she supposed to win? Yes, she was supposed to get a happy ending, but I had no idea how she'd get it. After much stress, I prayed and took a nap. Three hours later, the solution to everything became perfectly clear. I wrote the rest of the book my character got her victory and it wasn't because of me writing a book is just like life you know you want a happy ending but many times you don't know how to get there when we realize that we'll always receive guidance if only we ask for it we finally understand that god is always co-writing our life story and that is always good news from Eileen Santos. Reflect. What chapter of your life are you struggling with right now? How can you open yourself to accepting more of God's guidance? Dear Lord, author of my life, help me to calm my heart and listen to your voice. Amen. Saint Rose of Lima, Virgin, pray for us. Gabay. May akda ng iyong kwento. Noong 2012, sinulat ko ang Voices in the Theater. Iyon ang unang beses na nagsulat ako ng nobela tungkol sa spiritual na pakikipaglaban. Mayroon akong buod, nagsaliksik sa napakaraming libro at kumausap pa ng mga paring nagbibigay ng eksorsismo para makasigurado. Pero nang isinusulat ko na ang kabanata 
labingwalo, nagkaroon ako ng problema. Ang bida sa aking kwento ay inaatake ng mga demonyo at ang tanging abilidad niya ay ang marinig sila. Paano siya mananalo? Pagkatapos sa matinding pag-iisip, nagdasal ako at nagpahinga. Pagkalipas ng tatlong oras, naging malinaw ang solusyon. Natapos ko ang libro, nanalo ang bida at hindi iyon dahil sa akin. Ang pagsusulat ng libro ay parang buhay natin. Gusto natin ang masayang katapusan, pero hindi natin alam kung paano makararating doon. Kapag napagtanto natin palagi tayong gagabayan kapag humiling tayo, mauunawaan natin katuwang natin ng Diyos sa pagsusulat ng kwento ng ating buhay. At iyon ay palaging mabuting balita. Pagnilayan Anong kabanata ng iyong buhay ang nahihirapan kang isulat ngayon? Paano mo bubuksan ang iyong sarili para tanggapin ang paggabay ng Diyos? Mahal na Panginoon, ang mayakda ng buhay ko, tulungan mo akong kalmahin ang aking puso at makinig sa iyong tinig. Santa Rosa de Lima, Birhen, ipanalangin mo kami. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you have been blessed as you listen to the readings and reflections that I have just shared to you. Thank you and God bless.